You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. The Brexit Vote. Coverage continues now on Bloomberg Radio. Continuing coverage of the vote in the United Kingdom. Polling has ended and the count continues in the United Kingdom over the referendum to remain or to leave the European Union. Here to help us understand more is Arnab Das. He is head of Emerging Markets Macro for Invesco Fixed Income, and he joins us from London. Arnab, thanks very much for being with us. Tell us a little bit about your day and what did you see during the voting process? Um, well, you know, it's uh, like all the news stories are saying. There's there's been a raining cats and dogs, some problems with the uh, with the transport system. So there was concern about turnout. Um, the Nigel Farage quote um, uh, to Sky News makes the, the the very important point. I think that turnout was extremely high. Uh, there's some estimates that turnout was perhaps 70 percent, um, despite the uh, despite the problems with the weather and the transport system, which indicates that um, probably the 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 Remain camp was successful. In getting the vote out um, and by all accounts a high turnout would be would point to a, a, a remain success so I think that's that's where it's going it's quite early to, to be sure yet but that's the direction that we're headed I think so if we're heading that direction let's let's just look at sort of at emerging markets broadly because it seems that you can slice a possible brexit vote which apparently is not passing a lot of different ways for a lot of different countries but the one big factor has been uncertainty right Right. I think the the uncertainty would have been very, and if it is the case that there is still a vote for Brexit, the uncertainty will be very magnified. The market has effectively priced out the risk of Brexit um, in UK assets, European assets, and generally in risky assets. Um, There's probably some more um, upside because there is residual uncertainty. But I think if you know the 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 danger now is that if um, if the vote uh, count goes the other way, that there's significant downside, right? Because it's all been pricing towards the Brexit out, uh, sorry, towards the Bremain outcome. Um, I think if, if that's the outcome that we get, Bremain, um, then we're, we're more likely to see continued um, calming down in the markets, right? Because a major event risk and a major source of political contagion in Europe, copycat exit referendums and so on, uh, as well as the political crisis within the UK that Professor Blanchflower mentioned, all these things would be much less of an event risk. And so I think we would have uh, continued um, buying of, of risky assets, um, including in emerging markets, because liquidity conditions in the world remain very high. Inflation is very low. Yields are very low everywhere. Um, so I think, you know, that it would be a, kind of a, a, a bit of a green light. It wouldn't really solve anything fundamental, but it wouldn't open a can of worms either. 
Arnab, I'm wondering if you could tell us about what the European Union would do or respond. No matter which way the vote goes, it's likely to be very close. The fact that you have so many people in a major European Union country who would like to leave this particular club, what will the European Union's response be? Well, I think in the in the Bremen scenario, um, I think we're we're likely to get a kind of um, validation of the deal that Prime Minister Cameron um, achieved with the with the European Union uh, back in February, which essentially paves the way towards a kind of full-fledged two-track Europe, where the Eurozone um, heads for deeper integration, however slowly, towards some sort of federalization, uh, hopefully along the American model, but but that's by no means assured. Um, And the rest of the European Union um, is in a different track to a different destination, right? The the UK then has an opt-out from this idea of ever deeper union, which is one of the fundamental tenets of the European Union and, of course, of the euro itself. So that, I think, in in and of itself will be an important change, almost regardless of the the outcome for Prime Minister Cameron himself. And that will create room for Europe as a whole to hold together um, with countries that are Eurosceptic but not members of the Euro um, and stay in the the European Union, such as Denmark. Does this put... I just wonder what does it does what does it say for Germany? You know, Nigel Farage, who's one of the big leaders, the biggest voices in favor of Brexit, s- critical, very critical of Germany and how they become so, um, you know, dictatorial, right? Or the EU, I, if I can sum up the the tone of what he has said, does Germany rethink its position? Does Germany say, well, I'm glad, breathe a sigh of relief that this didn't pass, but take somewhat different tact in its relations with? Uh, some EU uh, countries? Um, Well, I think, you know, the first thing for Germany is that having the UK um, stay in the European Union strengthens Germany's hand for a more economically liberal and open uh, European Union and Eurozone, right? So Germany is always um, in a position of... um, supported, I would say, or even led in some respects by the United Kingdom um, in uh, opposing the uh, greater degree of labor market rigidities, you know, difficulties in hiring and firing, difficulties in um, in the budgets, difficulties in the welfare state, um, and the protection for labor that is more present, let's say, in Southern Europe and in the Mediterranean countries and also in France. So I think for, for you know, for starters, um, Germany's view and and preference for a more open European system, economic system, would be supported. Um, on the issue of um, the the idea of what ultimately needs to take place, a kind of federalization um, in which there's political union, ultimately fiscal union, um, and uh, a much stronger banking union, um, I think the the continuance of the UK in the EU makes that a little bit less easy to accomplish. If there were a shock, it would be perhaps faster, right? Okay. But in this scenario, it would probably be slower and may not get there until the next shock. Arnab Das, thank you so much for joining us, head of Emerging Markets Macro for Invesco Fixed Income. Taking a look at the Brexit vote, taking stock, Bloomberg Radio. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha 
for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.